What up, though? And welcome to my podcast. It's your EBB, everybody's bestie. Man, let me say something. I missed our bestie. I've been working. I'm about 12 years a slave. Working, sleeping, working, sleeping, working, sleeping, working, sleeping. That's all I've been doing. It's been like a, a never-ending cycle. You know, I was off of work for a few months uh, when I first moved to Louisiana because my husband did not want me to work. <laughs> and I did it for some months. And I got back to working. And, man, my I've been struggling to get back in that routine and the swing of things. So I missed y'all. So I've been gone for a minute. But I'm at work right now. And guess what? I said, while I'm at work, I can start doing my podcast, you know, so I'm not getting behind. You know what I mean? So, hey, you are. Hey, um, it is 719 in Louisiana. We got 68 degrees. It feels so good outside, y'all. It was like almost 80 degrees today. It felt so great outside. So, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I'm doing, what I had in mind. I had an idea to do some stuff, and I'm going to do that. Um, But before we even get into anything, anything, you already know. Got to sprinkle that what? Sauce. And that sauce is what? Prayer. So, Heavenly Father, we come to you as humble as we know how, Lord God. I just thank you for our life, our health, our strength, Lord God. I thank you for just being merciful, God. Lord God, just watching over us on the day today, Lord God, keeping us from the evil of the day, Lord God, just keeping us protected and surrounded, Lord God. I also want to take, uh, I want to, I want to thank you for my besties, everybody that's listening, everybody that have listened, everybody that will listen. I just want to let y'all know I love y'all. And Lord God, I just thank you, Lord God, just for loving me. Lord God, you have shown me so much love and so much grace, Lord God. Even in my trials, I still feel you. So I am so appreciative. Lord God, I ask you to touch each and every one of my besties where, I see, where you see fit in their lives. And we love you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, so. All right, so, y'all, I start working for, um, it's, uh, let me see, how do I explain it? So, it's a partner with, with the juvenile justice system, and I um, work for a program within that. So, um, I work with teens, youth. You know, that's my thing. You know, that's been my thing for some years, y'all. And I have done it, and then I'll go do something else, but I always find my way back here. Like, I'm trying to find my way back, way back, you know. Um, but being back with my teens, y'all, it gave me an idea because I deal with all type of teens, like, um, endangered teens, teens that's out buck wild, teens that's doing this, doing that in the street. And I find myself talking to them on a day-to-day basis, just, you know, um, dropping knowledge and just like life lessons and nuggets, you know, on them every day. And I, it may, it inspired me to talk about some of my things that happened to me as a teenager and some of the things I went through as a teenager. Um, I went through a lot of stuff, besties, a lot of stuff. Like y'all wouldn't believe how to have, you know, I don't look like what I've been through and I thank God for that. Cause if I look like what I've been through, I'd probably be walking around with a strand of hair and one tooth. We're not doing that. Okay. Um, so I want to start um, a series called um, Trauma and Drama Chronicles. So we're going to do the Trauma and Drama Chronicles. And we're kicking that off right now, besties. Put my phone on Do Not Disturb. Because I do not want to be disturbed while I'm kicking with my besties. Like, people, y'all got literally, literally all day to hit me up. Leave me alone. Okay. All right, y'all. So we're going to get into the first story. Before we do that, I want to give a shout out 
to my listeners, of course, my American listeners. I love y'all. And I also have listeners in India and the United Kingdom. I just want to say hello, you guys, and thank you for listening to me, besties. I got a best. Now I can say, I got a, my, my bestie. What? My bestie live in India. What? My bestie live in the United Kingdom. Period. Period. <laughs> I also want to congratulate my nephew. I have to do this, y'all. My nephew uh, was on Chicago Fire um, yesterday. He played Mason. I'm just so proud of him. So, Chris Massa, I love you. And I just want to say I'm so proud of you, girl. It's just like, eh, proud of that moment. Okay. Anywho, guys. <clears throat> Okay, so we're getting into the, I don't know how many episodes going to be in this little series, y'all. So bear with me. Let me know. Y'all Y'all let me know, though. If y'all feeling like the series, let me know and I keep going. You know, so it's the Trauma and Drama Chronicles, all right? And uh, so this first story that we're going to kick it off with is going to be the story about how I almost got kidnapped. Oh, Lord, 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 Lord. Y'all, going back to that that time in my life, it's just like, wow, I've came, I've come a very long way, a very, very long way, all right? Um, so these are going to be story times, okay? I love story times. And Bessie, I know y'all love story times too, so let's get into the story times. Hey, hey, hey. All right, so the first one is going to be about how I almost got kidnapped. And um, of course, I'm using no one names in my story times ever am I going to use anybody's name in my story times unless it's just like, you know, giving them some fl- their flowers or, you know, shouting them out or something, you know, uh, in my story time. But other than that, I'm not going to use no names because some, some people don't be wanting people to know their business. And just because I'm letting my besties know my business don't mean everybody else want people to know their business, okay? So, this is about... I just said it a thousand times when I almost got kidnapped. Okay, let's start the story. Let's jump it off. All right, so I had to be about, I want to say I was 14. And I was at home and I was with my good, good friend. I was always with her. We're going to call her Righty. And y'all going to hear about Righty a lot. And I call her Righty because she's my right hand. So y'all going to hear about Righty a lot throughout the Trauma and Drama Chronicles because she was there through a lot okay so it was me and righty we at my my mom's house my mom was not home um and we was chilling and we was just like my righty was one she one of those people that y'all got people in y'all life to always be like i'm bored i'm bored i'm bored they just can't sit still can't sit now just roll runners right so righty was a roll runner and when i said when i mean roll runner i mean me like roll one roll 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 runner and I was like, you know, at that time, I didn't mind, you know, getting out every now and then. But I didn't just have to be in the streets, you know. But Righty was about that whole life, you know. Shout out to Righty. I love you, Righty. Okay. Um, so we were sitting at home. And she was like, I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored. I'm like, okay. So we finding something to do. So I call these dudes. And I started talking to this dude. I don't remember how I got connected with this dude. But we gonna call him Bubba because he remind me of Bubba Gump, like worm shrimp, shrimp boat shrimp, big lips. Okay, that's Bubba Gump with his big lips. Okay, so I was talking to Bubba, and um, we got on the phone, we talking. So he like, uh, I'm like, we bored, what y'all doing? Whoa, 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 you know? So he like, now nah, he like, uh, pull up or whatever, and I'm like, pull up, like come get us, you know? 
So he like, uh, he was asking his uncle to come get us. And we're going to call his uncle because he's, he's a part of the story too. His uncle name is Big Mad. Okay. He was angry, you know. So he asked Big Mad to come get us or whatever. And Big Mad like, uh, no, nah, he didn't want to leave out. It was late. Y'all, it was late. It had to be about two or three in the morning. Okay. So he like, just hop in the cab. You know, when we all get here, we'll pay for the cab. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. Now, mind you. We're checking this cab from the east side of Detroit to deep west Detroit. Okay, deep west. <clears throat> so we get to the, we call the cab, all right? The cab pull up. At first, the cab wasn't going to take us because they wanted part of the fare before. But we didn't have part of the fare. But we promising them, like, no, when we get there, they're going to pay for it. Whoa, 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 you know, whatever. And so we get in the cab. He believes us. He takes us deep west, maybe a 30 to 45. 40 minute drive okay we pull up uh we get out i go in the house to tell bubba to come pay for the cab or whatever so bubba like no just spin him you know hop out you know what what, what are you gonna do you know we ain't paying so basically telling us to uh what is it called just get out the cab okay whatever so we young we're dumb we ran you know so cab left whatever that was that and uh we get in the house with bubba and it is so many dudes in there it's like bubba big mad and like one two three four like three or four other dudes there don't know them and not giving them no name they wasn't really important um so we go in and uh my rocky she was Geek. You know, I've always been a cautious girl. You know what I'm saying? I've always, even when I was reckless, I was lightweight cautious. You know what I'm saying? At the same time, like I thought more than a regular 14-year-old would think. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yeah, it's a whole bunch of dudes in here. Like we outnumbered. So righty in there, not righty. Yeah, righty. Righty in there. She having a funky good time. So she's talking to Big Mad. You know what I'm saying? Her and Big Mad kicking in, you know what I'm saying? They good, like they chilling, and I'm in the uh, in the room with Bubba. We kicking it and stuff, and I start looking at Bubba, and I'm like, I don't really like Bubba like that, honestly. Um, and I remember what kind of like turned me off with him is because I looked at him, he had like cold in his eye. I'm like, ugh. Why you got cold in your eye? And that sounds so stupid. <laughs> that sounds so stupid now. But then, ugh. And I think maybe I didn't like Bubba because somebody else was cuter than Bubba there. You know, me and Bubba wasn't a thing thing, but he liked me. But I really didn't like Bubba. So, uh, we just chilling. We clowning. We having fun. You know, just whatever. Turned up. And I remember, uh, Big Mad had tried to uh try to talk to me. And I'm like, no, I can't talk to you. You know, basically, you know, I'm talking to Bubba, you know, I can't really talk to you. You know, I felt weird about that. <coughs> and uh I remember going in the room and Bubba was crying. And I'm like, oh yeah, nah, we ain't doing this is what we not gonna do. You know, we end up chilling for the night, whatever, whatever happened. We end up spending the night. And um uh, when we got up the next day, we was chilling a little bit. Then it was like, you know, they was getting ready to go to the mall and stuff. And I'm like, I ain't bring no change of clothes or nothing. I'm like, uh-uh, take me home. Now, mind y'all, remember I said that ride was like 30 to 35 to 40 minutes, you know? So 
I guess, uh, Riley and Big Man had been talking, you know what I'm saying? It was cool. I guess they was liking each other. She was liking him. I don't know what was going on there. Uh, but, okay, so we are getting in the trucks to go home. It's two trucks. Now, mind y'all, it's two trucks. Uh, I get in, I hop in a truck with, um, Bubba, one of his other people, and somebody else. And Riley hops up there in the truck with Big Mad and his boy, right? So, we driving. Why we split up in the first place, y'all, I do not know, okay? So, we're driving, and all of a sudden, after we get a little ways down, all of a sudden, I see the, the truck in front of us that Riley in just comes to a jerk stop, right? And I see Riley get out the car, and she's standing over to the side at the curb. And I'm like, I let the window down, like, wait, what's going on? Why you get out the car? So, big man jump out the car, like, yeah, I put that B out. I ain't about to, I'm not about to play with no, you know, he going crazy. Now, mind you, we're, I'm 14. Righty had to be 12. Righty was younger than me. This dude was clearly uh, knocking on 30. You know, first of all, in the first place, you're dead wrong, sir. You know, you're doing too much. So, he puts her out because I guess uh, Righty was tripping on him in the car. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Righty used to trip. You know what I'm saying? Righty got me into a lot of, man, I tell y'all, she got me into a lot of stuff when we was younger. She was younger than me. But I would do it because it was fun at the time, but it was very dangerous, some of the things that we did. So they put Righty out the car, but they're like, no, we'll still take you home. So they're trying to take me home and leave Righty standing on the side of the road. I'm like, what? I am not pulling off with y'all with my friends standing on the side of the road. So I hop out against my better job. Not my better job. I really didn't want to hop out. But I was not about to leave my friend standing on the side of the road by herself, deep west, somewhere we didn't even know where we was at, y'all. So I hops out the car with her, and we get to walking. They left us, and we get to walking. So we walking, we walking, we walking. And y'all, it felt like we was walking for hours. And it started pouring down raining. Now, I remember... My feet being uncomfortable because I had on some kind of shoes that didn't I didn't have to wear socks with. So my feet were soaking wet. They were sliding around in the shoes. And we're walking and we're walking and we're walking. Never ending walking, y'all. At this time, was I didn't have no cell phone or nothing like that. And I didn't have nobody to call if I did. So we're walking. And walking and walking for at least, y'all, I want to say a good hour and a half. We went into McDonald's, and I remember standing into McDonald's, just standing in there, just trying to figure out. I didn't know where we was at. No GPS, no nothing. It's no location. I don't know where we at. She don't know where we at. We're lost, and we're walking. So I see a freeway. So I'm like, let's just walk on the freeway because I know that... When my mom or whoever would go from the east side to the west side, they would take the freeway. So I'm like, if we walk on a freeway and go that way, we got to be going east. I did not know what I was talking about. But, huh, we're just going to try it today. So we leave out of McDonald's uh, once the rain slowed up a little bit and we're walking. So we get on the freeway. We're walking on the freeway, y'all. Walking on the freeway, like bad do y'all just listen to all these bad decisions it's bad decision after bad decision after bad decision after bad decision okay 
So we're walking on the freeway, walking, 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 walking. We're walking for maybe like 10 to 15 minutes. So a dude pulls over on the freeway. And so uh, I, we go up to the window and he's like, uh, where y'all going? And I'm like, I'm trying to get to the east side. And I told him where I was trying to go. I was trying to go over Je- by Jefferson. So he like, all right, yeah, I'll take y'all. So before I remember this so clearly, before getting in his car, looking around his car, and I seen a car seat in the back. And I don't know why car seats make us feel safe. Because there's plenty of dudes out here doing things. They have plenty of children. You know, so I see the car seat in the back, and I felt safe in that moment. And I'm like, okay, well, all right, well, we'll, we'll ride. So I hop in the front seat, you know, uh, righty hop in the back. And uh, we get in the car with this man and we driving. Oh, we driving. So he gets to talking to us. He's like, what, what y'all was doing out here walking? So now I'm one that's going to spin a story to make you think something else. I ain't going to make you think that I'm just out here. Nobody care about me. Nobody know where I'm at. I'm not going to do that. Righty was the type that blurts out truthful answers, very inappropriate, very dangerous. So, he like, why y'all out here walking? So, she gets to telling him why we walk in and woo, 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 right? So, he like, do y'all mama know where y'all at? She like, no. You know, my mama don't know. She don't even care. You know, child, you know, like t- that type of thing. And I'm like, well, my mama did know where I'm at, but she don't know where, you know, my mama never knew where I was at. I used to run away all the time. You know what I'm saying? So, I will always leave, you know. So my mama did not know where I was at. But I was starting to feel away because he was the questions he was asking, you know, it was getting kind of creepy, bro. Like, what, what are you asking these questions for? So um, he's driving, driving, and he's going the wrong way. He's not going east. I know that. And he's like, um, so y'all parents don't know where y'all at at all? And I'm like... At this point, I'm a little froze, but Righty's answering these questions quick. No, they don't overreact, you know, not catching on. And uh, he like, so you mean to tell me if I was to take y'all right now, like straight out his mouth, if I was to take y'all right now and go do whatever I wanted to do to y'all, nobody would even know where to start looking. And at that moment, I knew I was in danger and I began to just pray. I began at, at 14, y'all. And did I have my life together with God? Heck, he to the no. Did I know God? Yes. Did I know that prayer changes things even as a teen? Yes. Did I have faith in that moment that God was going to help me out that situation? Eh, 50-50. You know what I'm saying? It was fractured faith, but it was some faith there. You know what I'm saying? But... I got to I got to praying and I got to talking to him about God. All right, I got I got to saying, hey, I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm a woman of God and whoa, whoa, whoa. I just kept. Uh, after a while, y'all, I could tell his wheels was turning in his head and he was thinking and he was thinking and um, he turns around. He started taking taking us east for real. He says, well, I'm not going all the way to Jefferson. The furthest I'll go is Van Dyke. And I'm like, I'll take it. I don't even care. I knew some friends uh, that stayed over there. So I'm like, all right, take me to, take me to Van Dyke. Take me to Van Dyke, right? And uh, 
we go to Van Dyke and we go to some people that I, I thought I could trust. And I'm telling them what happened. And I'm like, hey, bro, like this just happened to me. This dude tried to take us. He ended up bringing us here. But before that, we was at some dude's house. And this was going on. And I'm just tired. I was tired. <coughs> I, I, I remember y'all, excuse me. I remember just being tired and wanting a place to sleep. And I remember this dude who I thought I could trust because he was like a, he's a friend of the family and he was an older guy. Like, I'm 14. He was in his, good in his 30s. And the rest of them was like, you know, in their 20s, you know, whatever. But they knew my whole family and I thought I could trust them, you know. So I'm like, oh, I could just go over here and get some sleep. But no, that wasn't, that wasn't the case. I went over there and, um, I went over there and I'm thinking, okay, can I just get some sleep and whoa, whoa, whoa. But sleep didn't come easy. You know what I'm saying? I had to, you know, I was taken advantage of over there by the dude that was well in his thirties, deep in his thirties. Um, and I was full, kind of, it was like a forceful thing because it was like, you know, do this so you got to go. You know, I didn't have a place to go or a thing to do. So I was taken advantage of and I was so disappointed. I started looking at the world. I, I, you know, I had already been through some things that made me look at stuff different. But then I started really, I remember be, looking at the world differently that day, looking at people differently like People only care about themselves. That's how I started feeling at that moment. People only care about themselves. And they want what they want. Even I'm coming to tell you about this traumatizing story that just happened to me. And how tired I am. And how scared I was. And I'm telling you all of this. For you to be like, oh man, that's messed up. But on the flip side, let me traumatize you some more. So that happened. Um, I end up getting some sleep finally the next day I remember getting up and going 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 home I got home some kind of way and uh, I just was happy to be home that night you know any other time I'd want to rip and run the streets you know I was a I was a hothead I was out here you know but that night I was just that day I was just glad to be home and to be able to just appreciate the safeness of home at the moment you know and um that stuck with me, you know, my whole life. I've, I've thought about that a lot. You know, that really stuck with me, you know, from the fact of almost getting taken. Um, that man was dead serious and his plan was to take us. And it was nothing but God that saved us from that situation. Um, nobody could tell me anything different. Um, to, no, first of all, first of all, before being taken, being tricked over these people's house, y'all not paying for this cab, me having to run from this cab, then coming in, in y'all house, and y'all going back and forth, this person like me, this person like me, y'all doing this. I was very uncomfortable the whole time. And then to get put out of y'all car, and y'all making us walk, y'all knew how far we came. And walking, and then almost getting taken, then being taken to a house where I thought I could trust these people and being taken advantage of. It was just a series of unfortunate events. And it stuck with me. And it made me look at humanity just a little bit different um, at that time. Uh -uh. So I went home. I was safe at home. 
And then I was back out there eventually, you know, doing something else, which I, that would be another episode, uh, something to be another episode, uh, in the trauma and drama. Uh, and I would just, uh, I just, I say that to say, you know, God has been good to me, even when I wasn't in his will, you know, he's protected me as a youth, you know, so I can get to my calling, you know what I'm saying? Even when the enemy wanted to block me or stop me or destroy me, so I wouldn't get to this point, you know, God has kept me and he has protected me and he has pushed me through and kept me, you know, and it's just like, it's so awesome. And just to be able to share these testimonies and these story times and these stories and um, be able to maybe help somebody, you know what I'm saying? Um, just to know, like, it's really nothing out here. Like, and it's even worse now. You know what I'm saying? It's even worse now. Like, people just buck wild. People don't care no more. It's no kind of, they don't care. You know, so, you know, I, um, I'm able to... I can't fully share my stories like that with my with the youth I work with, but I am able to say, like, hey, I understand, I get it, you know what I'm saying, and you know, and also, you know, I can share my stories full fledged with my children, and I do, and that has helped them be more careful, be more aware of their surroundings, and be more um, mindful of the things that they do. Uh, so yeah, so that was that story of me almost being kidnapped. Um, I'm going to try to come back. Actually, 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 this is going to be a two-week drop. I mean, two-drop week because I'm, I did. I'm going to do this one today, and then I'm going to come back, I think, some, no, no, day after tomorrow because I'm going to have a special guest on to come and do a story time about some drama. This one was trauma. The next one is drama. Um, drama that went on. Uh, but, yeah, that was that story. Something that really stuck with me. You know, me and Riley, we are still good friends. We've been friends for years and years. You know what I'm saying? That's my, my dog. And, um, you know, we've grown up a lot. Period. You know. But saying that to say, you know, young girls, young ladies, uh, be aware of your surroundings. Uh, be mindful of the decisions you make. Because uh, you never know what the consequences of those decisions will be. Because my decision was to leave out that night and go over there. And the consequences of that was being uncomfortable there. Then being put out, having to walk, almost being taken. And then being um, being um, taken advantage of. So those were all the consequences for just wanting to go out that night. So it was not worth it. Um, be careful of your decisions. Uh you know, cling to God, even, even at a young age. So what you're a teenager, just because you're a teenager does not mean that you cannot have a relationship with God. You can pray just like you see your grandma and your mama pray. You can read your Bible just like you see them do. You can, um, you know what I'm saying? Reach out to God and have the same kind of relationship or even better than you see an adult have, you know, just because you're a child don't make you less than, you know, so, you know, get that relationship with God, you know, and if you don't know how, ask somebody, ask somebody you trust, and they'll be able to, to guide you, um, but yeah, so that was the story time, this one is trauma, that was one story, and I will be back on Saturday to drop another story, a drama, that one gonna be drama, that one gonna be lit, have my guests on there, we gonna have fun, uh, with that one, uh, but it's still gonna be a life lesson, so this is what I'm gonna do, I wanna do story times, and just drop little life lessons for, 
teens, for adults, women, men, everybody. You know what I'm saying? So, I love you, besties. And I thank y'all for sticking with me. And I thank y'all for listening every time I upload. I thank everybody that come every time I drop something. Man, I appreciate y'all. And I am going to start, I'm going to be consistent, besties. You know what I'm saying? Now that I'm in a place and in the swing of things at work, I'm able to know uh, pretty much what my day is going to look like so I can come just bring my mic and stuff up here and just do my podcast here, you know, that way, you know. You know, just figure it out like that. But I love y'all and I thank y'all for listening to me and I will be back in a couple of days to drop another one. It's going to be fair. Uh, if y'all don't get it on Saturday, y'all definitely going to get it on Sunday because my, um, my, my guest... Is not available until well. I don't get off of work till late night, and so I'm not available to do it with my guests until later that night. So I might drop it that night, but I might drop it after twelve. We'll see. Saturday or Sunday, I will see y'all then. I missed y'all so much, and I'm giving y'all an air hug. And I will see y'all next time. Love you, besties. Bye.